Okay, hello and good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you're listening. This is Selfish. It's a podcast where we just relate in the unknown to mental health and all of your struggles. I'm Reagan Drake, and we're going to completely possibly change the format of this podcast. Okay, new intro. Hi, welcome to Selfish. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so I have in here, let's be very honest, um, let's be very honest with where the podcast is at. So I really enjoy doing this podcast a lot and I'm not quitting. So don't think that this is going to be some kind of like, um, unfortunately I can't keep up with it. I, these last two weeks have not done a great job of keeping up with it, but that's because, you know, we're under construction. So the biggest struggles I'm facing with the podcast itself is people writing in and I need to change up that format a little bit. So part of the things that we're going to change up is bi-weekly that'll honestly just make it more fun for myself. Um, I'm going to, I've always wanted to have more guests, but I really wanted the center of it to be your guys's stories. But to be honest, like I'm struggling to have people write in which is fine. Like not everybody wants to share all the time. And, um, we're going to focus more on connection and that's going to be via Instagram. Probably. I'm very excited to start. I don't want it to be vloggy. I'm going to start posting like what I'm working through on the Instagram TV on the selfish Instagram. So I'm actually very excited about this and I want to do things where like people can get involved as well. Uh, like eating healthy, just eating healthy in general and just kind of like keeping up with you guys on that. And like, that could be a section or whatever, just really having more of a community connection on that Instagram page, which I think in turn would, will eventually like add up to more interaction and via writing in for the podcast. So the podcast is taking like a small curve, but we're still a little baby and like thanks for just being here and being a part of this I'm very excited to see where this podcast ends up in a year because I think the format is going to be completely different from where we started but that's not good or bad so and time for check-in I wrote eh (laughs) um actually I feel better so I wrote this yesterday as my layout but I had a counseling appointment this morning and I feel much better about that. I confess to my counselor that I'm embarrassed to tell her when I'm treading water again in my head because that was like day one what we covered. And I feel like I should have that checked off my list and that I shouldn't have to talk to her about it again. And she was like, no, um, every time you feel like you're treading water, like you already really like basically poured it all out and filled it back up. So every time you feel like you're treading, it's actually new things we're talking about. It's not like, oh, we're back to this thing again, which was what I had in my head. So I feel a lot better today. Um, about a week of just feeling very lethargic down on myself. Um, 
which took away from like exciting things that happened this week. My roommates got fully, my new roommate got fully moved in. Um, I went to a bachelorette party in Dallas, I mean, in Austin, which it was safe, by the way. Masks were happening the whole weekend. This trip, we planned it like a very COVID conscious trip. I guess I shouldn't call it party because that gives the wrong impression, like all the college parties that are happening. No, small group of, small group of girls all masked up. Most of them were nurses. Everyone was like basically COVID tested before they went. Do not worry. Um, struggling, struggling to take care of myself mentally is exhausting and it makes me feel like I'm doing something wrong. That's my struggle this week. Well, last week, which I kind of addressed earlier with my counselor of like, Hey, what you're doing wrong is ignoring the fact that your water, like you're not your water, that you're treading water again, that your bucket, that your cup is full. I have to stop ignoring that. Um, okay. So into, oh, so I have dot, dot, dot transition into, so what, so the question I pose to myself is, is this self-sabotage, which is our topic for this week. And I have Madeline on here. She's going to talk about her own self-sabotage and give us the mantra all in one. So I'm going to make this intro pretty quick. Um, is self-sabotage. I have a lack of trust in people and belief in myself. Which actually, okay, you're going to hear this in our interview in a second. Russell Brand has this really little nice like YouTube vlog, small conversation. I think it's on his YouTube that he talks about this and just really lays it out so well. And we talk about that in the interview, so I'm not going to get too into it. But before I did this intro, like recorded this intro, I hadn't quite looked up everything about Russell Brand before doing my intro, I mean, my interview with Maddie. So I didn't know who he was. And literally the only thing that YouTube thinks he is, is like this sex man. (laughs) Cause the only things on YouTube that they highlight is that he was, well, I'm not going to ruin it. It's pretty funny in the interview. Um, but I've looked up more about him now. I'm like, I actually really like his comedy and he's really smart and just, not afraid to be himself. And when he has interviews, he's not even aware of the camera, which I love. He's just being a human being. I actually now a very big fan of his. So, um, I still hope he's not, well, I'll stop giving spoilers. You can hear the interview in like two seconds because we're getting into, so we're going to go ahead and get into tangible good really fast before I'm just going to, once this interview plays, that's the rest of the episode. So I'm getting all my stuff knocked out beforehand. Um, tangible good this week is actually our own stickers. I made selfish stickers that you can buy and they're on Redbubble. The link is going to be on our Instagram at s.e.l.f.ish. You already know that. And you can buy our little stickers and I'm going to put I'm going to put on our Instagram a vote for top three charities that I like, and then you guys are going to get to decide. And that date to decide, what's today? Today is the 15th. The date to decide the charity is going to be October 1st, 2020. Um... That's when I'll announce what top one you all picked. I'll make a little survey monkey or something. Um... So I'm very excited. So go buy stickers. No matter what, they're going to go to a good cause. They're on Redbubble. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm going to let, I'm going to go ahead and jump into our interview with Maddie within that is our mantra for this week. And 
Russell Brand, I now think that you're a pretty amazing person. So without further ado. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I feel like I'm jumping into therapy. Let's do this. My hands are sweating. Madeline Manser. Hi. How are you? I'm alive. Um, and that's the best we can be in this moment, especially during COVID. Um, this is the first time I'm seeing, because we FaceTimed earlier, but I'm seeing your full outfit and you look like a traveler. <laughs> oh my God, thanks. That's, um, that's what I do best. I love traveling. It's like uh, my world. We're going to post Maddie's new tattoo of her travels too. Yeah. I love it. Um, okay. So you've been doing our mantras for like a little bit now, which... I think I talked about like an episode one, but I'm just going to give a quick background of that is um, I saw you doing them on your Instagram for just you daily and I loved it so much. And then you said you were doing them and when you quit, people were like, where'd they go? Right? Yeah. I was very shocked that they were actually like watching them and enjoying them because I, I was just doing it for myself. So mm-hmm. I didn't really expect anybody to watch it, but then I, I got like five six dms going hey will you bring that back i'm like wait what (laughs) yeah i loved it and um i was like hey if you want to you can do them for us instead so it was fun it's been fun um i know maddie from we met for the first time for logan's wedding he was on episode three one of our best friends and we hit it off really quickly on that (laughs) party yep (laughs) I actually um so another we did okay so I didn't mean to like make selfish only um Logan's bachelorettes but it just ended up that way yeah um because Joy uh, one of our friends who now actually just moved in as my roommate um she moved in and on my refrigerator from Logan's wedding we have the uh it was the what was it the photo booth thing you know Oh my gosh, yeah. I have a photo booth reel of only you, and you, like, went in there and did it by yourself. <laughs> I love how you that. And I haven't posted it to the Instagram yet, because I wanted to tell you before I did it, but it's you in the photo booth by yourself, and somehow I ended up with one of them, and it's been on my fridge since I moved into LA, like, two years ago. <laughs> you didn't even tell me that. I don't even know. I'm LA that is hilarious I will send you a picture but then we'll totally post it on the Instagram because is it the one where I'm like hiding in the background no it's you with a balloon by yourself <laughs> um all right don't remember that I'm very proud of myself great I love it and then when Joy moved in she saw it she goes wait is that Maddie and I said yes <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. I don't, I don't even know what photo you're talking about, so you're going to have to, like, send that to me. Yeah. No, I totally will. Um, so Wait. that's kind of, like, me and Maddie's small background. That story is just, like, really great way to show, like, how we knew each other. Um, yeah. And then we just, like, really followed each other ever since. And we, since we both were actor, dancer, people at colleges, um, mostly that and- whole group was, too you went to the same school that I went to just a year before me. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. So you helped me out with a lot of like, Hey, I don't know what to bring. Can you help me? I'm stressed. And then you were like, yeah, just bring outlets. 
Yeah, because we both went to Theatre Academy of London and it was stressful packing because you're there for like basically the full like like weather seasons, like summer, fall, and then winter. And you're supposed to fit it all in one checked bag almost. Yeah, one huge suitcase and then you're carrying that suitcase around all of Europe. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, how do I fit all these sweaters and then like raincoats and then also you want to look cute. (laughs) Boy, trust me, I went to Primark every single day of my life there. So I get that. So um, what I'd like to do is just like let our listeners know just a little bit more about you. Um, more than like us just being friends, like we want to know you a little bit better. So I've kind of talked about how you're like definitely vegan and do all of that stuff, but what's like some kind of like details or something you can give about us, give to us about you that you just like are proud of that you want to share in general? Well, um, I am a natural redhead. That's very exciting because there's only 2% of us out there. Um, I am an Aquarius, have to go ahead and put that out there. Free spirit, can't tell me what to do. I will do whatever I want to do. I'll go with the stars. I don't care. Um, Yes, as you said, I am vegan. I've been vegan for two years now, and it has completely changed my life. Um, I love, love, love every single aspect of it. The environmentalist in me and the animal-loving human that I am, I just, I'm glad that that's a part of my life um yeah so I have anxiety and I also have ADHD um those are two things I found out probably in second grade my second grade teacher used to call me popcorn because I would get up out of my seat and I would go get a tissue I would get up out of my seat I would go talk to someone I'd get up out of my seat and I would just uh I would just go up and down, up and down all the time. So they saw like that physical aspect of me going, whoa, 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 something's a little off here. Then I had um, some learning disabilities on the way because of it, because of my focus factor. Um, I had to go through read 180. um, And I also had to go through Sylvan. Uh, Finally, uh, probably my 11th grade year, I was then finally taking AP classes doing a lot better with reading and focusing. Um, But I had that big old challenge when I was definitely growing up of, okay, I am at a fourth grade level in eighth grade. I need to actually do something with your sliding off. Um, I definitely need to do something about this. Um, So that was great. Um, Anxiety is actually just now becoming a thing. I've really overlooked that aspect of my life because I didn't really understand it until about a year, a year and a half ago, when a lot of my friends are talking and they start saying, oh, I had an anxiety attack. And I was like, oh, wait, I get those all the time. I didn't know those were anxiety attacks or anything. So I have, of course, those challenges. But um, the one thing that I love most about myself and who I am as a person is I love to travel everywhere I want to at least hit every single continent hopefully every single country one day um I'm doing pretty okay for a 23 year old but I have a full life ahead of me and I want to hit everywhere because I just love different culture I love being a part of 
you know, this world that we live in because we only live in our body once. So we might as well just live. Yeah. So that's actually, pretty much- I actually didn't know that you had like, what, are you considering ADHD like a learning disability or? No. Oh, well, okay. It's kind of complicated because I, it is a part of me that if I didn't have that, then I would have been okay in a way. Yeah, um, but okay. I, I, I definitely feel like the focus factor is very much of the ADHD aspect of it. And there was literally nothing I could do, but I can't blame it on the ADHD because then I, I somewhat conquered it because now I can really learn how to focus. And well, my actually, that's like, so uh, interesting to me because I also like had that same path of a learning disability growing up. And now mine was like with my eyes coupled with ADHD. Mm. But when I got into high school, I actually like that's when I started getting into like English honors and um, I did like AMP advanced bio, which honestly, like I was doing, I was getting C's in those classes, which was such a big feat for me because back right. in middle school, elementary school, you would have never dreamed to see me in any kind of honors classes. I was me in chemistry. I swear I took chemistry and I was actually, I got a B in chemistry and that is very big because that's math. Failed geometry. I had to retake geometry because I can't get numbers correctly. And anytime there was a test, Reagan, I, I'm not kidding. Anytime there is a test, I know there are memes on this. It's whatever is closest to that answer, you're going to go ahead and you're going to circle that answer because that was me in geometry and I failed because of it. it that was, yeah, no, that was me putting my calculator in. I'm like two numbers off and I'm like 164. Well, the closest to that on letter D is 167. Has to be that one. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but then I had to retake it and then I, I was with like... Um, other people who either a didn't care or b literally could not function kind of like me and so it was great because the teachers actually finally cared about you in a way and they were like okay so let's go ahead and let's work this out after school and we can do homework after school and i'm like really you want to be a teacher that's great thanks oh these are the ones that need a little bit more love um <laughs> yeah. no seriously uh, fourth grade i had to like day after um every other day I think um because the teacher definitely saw something was happening with my focusing and everything so when she got me one-on-one that's when my grades improved Mm -hmm. it's like when they really like see that you're struggling but then they want to help that's when I'm like all right well if you are willing to help me through this, I will definitely put in all of my effort, so. Oh, you mean like an actual individual learning plan that's fitted to a student? That's right. ideas uh-huh. crazy. You, standardized tests, we should definitely continue doing those. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to take math. Um, I'll get off like, uh, sorry, this is just so interesting to me that I did. I had no idea that Maddie also like had like a learning disability, so sit through our bonding. Keep going. No. Um, but I had to take math 101 at Missouri state because my ACT was so low because of my tracking disorder, like tiny Uh bubbles could, like I couldn't do it. So 
um, in the math 101 class, before I could like actually take math for credit, were all the students that also had low ACTs and um, they were all freshmen coming in, but I had put this off until I was a junior. So they, one, looked up to me because I had been through college and they were asking me questions just about college in general, but I ended up basically teaching the um, after class sessions because I knew how to talk to these kids because they also, most of them had ADHD and learning disabilities and with me teaching it, I got an A in math for the first time ever because I was actually able to like sit down and like help them and be like, I completely understand why you don't get this because the teachers don't. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I just really they might need to like actually sit down and really learn the psyche, like the brain yeah. of some ADHD because it's not as it like it is physical and a lot of people is physical but like there's so many aspects of it that so many teachers just truly don't understand like if you're reading something this is what happens with me is if I was reading something out loud I wasn't thinking of the thing that I was reading out loud but I was thinking oh crap am I saying the right words are these people making fun of me right now because I'm reading so slow how bad am I doing I don't even know what I'm reading and, and you're then- thinking that all at the same time you're reading it <laughs> Like you can't even focus on anything, but then whenever it's like silent time and you're reading all by yourself, you just have to keep rereading that same sentence because you just don't know what the heck it's talking about and you just can't get it together and focus on it. That, oh my gosh, that was me throughout, I swear, all of my childhood. And this is why today we're older and we travel because you can actually look up and experience the world instead of thinking of different things while you're reading. (laughs) You can also read while that is the thing. I've learned that. And I also journal every single time I go somewhere. Um, so that was probably the best way for us to get to know you um, yeah. <laughs> for, that, for that little section. So I'm not going to like ask you your favorite color anymore or something. Um, oh, it's yellow. <laughs> yellow. Okay. Um, great. Get to know you section. Check. Um, <laughs> So this week's topic is self-sabotage, and we kind of talked a little bit earlier, just because, like, spoiler, like, I FaceTime all my guests beforehand to (laughs) not, like, tell them the questions, but I mentally, like, give them, like, hey, we're going to do this, this, and this, so they're not taken by surprise, and they're... Like, so many celebrities are bombarded with those crazy questions, and they're like, whoa, 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 like, in the room, so you're you're doing good. Well, also, it gives people time to, like, really think about their answers and be more articulate and detailed with them. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting the answers for the first time. But um, for self-sabotage, what are ways that you personally feel like you have done that in the past? Just, like, your own definition of that. Well, with me, um, you know the fight or flight, like, you know, saying Mm -hmm. I... I'm a person who just runs away from my feelings because I don't want to deal with them in the moment. So um, I'm very much of a person who, if I am committed to someone who truly like loves me and cares for me, I don't personally think that I'm capable of that. We're going to get deep on this. Okay. We're just going to go straight into it, but I don't feel like I'm, capable of having someone like that because in relationships and 
you know, friendships, there was always a part of me where trust was not there. I have big old trust issues. And so what I would do is I would fly. I would, I would get out of there. There's multiple times in my relationship now where I'm like, no, you don't want to be with me. There's no, there's no point in doing this. There's, it's fine. If you want to go, that's fine. I'll be okay. Don't worry about me. Like, I just want, I want you to be happy. And I know that you can't be happy with me. So you might as well just leave like things like that. <laughs> and very much of that kind of person when it comes to any sort of relationship, because I don't think I'm capable of having someone and being with someone who truly like wants to get to know me in that part of my life. And don't you dare say 20% battery. Okay. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> um, so anyway, self-sabotage. Great thing. I've done it multiple times, actually more than once, more than twice, more than three times. There's a lot of times. Um, and I also just like, you, you tell your brain that, no, I, I can't have this happen to me. So you just, you stop talking. That's a big one. Um, because that's what I do, is that if I am in pain or hurting, I don't want the other person to feel in pain and hurting for me, or I just don't want them to really care as much as they do, but at the same time, I do. Well, because it's so easier I, when, they don't, when they don't care, it's easier to villainize that and be like, you don't care, so like I need to move on, or like I obviously need to take care of this myself. Like It's easier to like kind of like switch it around and project it to them yep. than it is to like figure it out for you. Yeah. Cause I want to cut off all communication at that point. Right? I just want to be like, all right, we're done. Done. I'm done. Yeah. So, Which is like a um, sleeping thing too, because like when you cut that communication off, it allows you to like recede and go feel like, I don't want to say feel sorry for yourself because I think that people should feel sorry for themselves and actually feel that emotion. But um, yeah. it allows you to like, overdwell in that and not be held accountable yeah exactly and I'm very much of a person who doesn't want to be held accountable for anything that I do wrong because I don't like doing things wrong mm -hmm. so that's, that's actually what I just talked about with my counselor I just got off the thing and I was like I feel like I'm always wrong and I hate it <laughs> that's your anxiety speaking to you too though because it's a constant like fear that you're wrong all the time and that you're not doing anything correctly. And so when I get into like bad anxiety days, I just, I don't want to talk to anybody. And if I do talk to you, make me laugh and don't make me like think for a little bit, but eventually I'll open up and I'll start talking. I've been a lot better with, you know, communicating with my feelings, especially with everyone around me. But yeah, self-sabotage is a big thing and especially like when you are in that fight or flight mode I, I don't think I'm a person who will like fight unless I have to um like if anything crazy happens but I'm very much of a person who's just like all right I can't deal with this anymore so I might as well just cut myself out of it and hurt both of us while we're doing that that's exactly honestly what you talked about with self-sabotage as in like, I don't deserve this. I'm going to shut down. Um, I, uh, like I'm always a flight person. I'm not a fight person. I, you basically just said everything I said to my counselor this morning. I'm not even, <laughs> kidding you. um, which when I thought of self-sabotage, I think of like 
so a good example for me was when I first started dating Jaren, he was very different from anyone I started dating before. So I tried to basically like act a certain way or like do certain actions that would almost turn him off from me to see if he like could love me through that. Right. Ooh. And Ooh. then, well, then I knew I loved him because he sat me down and was like, that's not okay. But it wasn't the fact that he was there to like stay there. That was like very, very early in our relationship. And um, he just came back and said, I think you're more worthy than that. I love that. Which was a very big, like me showing you that like, I love you by saying I will not tolerate that behavior. Right. To an At extent. least he's like, you know, mature enough to be like, hey, this is happening and I can see it happening. Um, oh, yeah. Not you that I, I, I know and I love, but I will, I know that I, you are worthy of more. Yeah. And so that was my big wake up of self-sabotage of being like, you need to stop sabotaging, like stop trying to like drown out these things that make you feel uncomfortable. How did you do that? How did you turn that back around to where I have to give my experience? <laughs> uh, I had to do that. It's fine. I just, I, I like hearing other people. Um, you have realized like parts of you that have self-sabotaged. What would you say to yourself? Like if you realize you're doing it, how do you realize it? And what do you say to yourself if you do? I still need to master when I realize that because sometimes I don't realize it. Um, but I would tell myself, oh my gosh, this is a good one. Um, uh, that someone is actually capable of loving you and someone is you and that you are capable of feeling feelings. You are capable of being on your own. You're capable of having someone there with you at the same time. Um, and that it is okay that you are not okay at the moment, but everything is going to be fine. And you just need to feel your feelings. That is a big mantra of mine. And it will always be a mantra of mine because I really truly need to start and have been starting to feel my feelings. And always another thing is communication. Just communicate with yourself, communicate with a person that you could be also sabotaging in a way um, because of your self-sabotage. Mm -hmm. So um, as long as you get your feelings out there and you start like, you know, breathing it in, breathing it out, I really truly think that like a lot of my self-sabotage would go away. But again, I have not mastered that. And I don't think I'll master that for a very long time. Therapy will help. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I read that um, even procrastination is like a form of self-sabotage. And um, yeah, no, that's definitely me. Um, and I... In college? In middle school? Yeah. Yeah. I um, put... I don't know. I haven't recorded the intro to this yet, so maybe it'll be there. But... Um, Russell Brand, the, I don't know, he's a comedian, he's British, um, no idea what his background is. Um, he's very famous. So I'm a little nervous about saying his name because I don't know if he like led a sex cult or something, 
but he actually had some very nice things to say about self-sabotage. <laughs> what? Um, so he said, self-sabotage is really just a lot of other issues trying to talk to you, but you're ignoring them. Yeah. So what you're saying about like with, you know, going to therapy and realizing like, you know, it's okay not to be okay in those things. That really is you conquering self-sabotage and like the procrastination because that'll start to go away. The more you start to get more inwards of yourself. Yeah. But honestly, self-sabotage can be practically anything in a way, like staying in bed, not doing anything, um, not eating, mm-hmm. practically anything that is somewhat quote-unquote bad for you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no. I liked Russell Brand's little quote. Yeah. Did he act- Maybe Next we'll quote? tag him. What? Did he actually lead a sex cult? I don't know. He got uh, in in London in like 2014. He got like shagger of the year. <laughs> what does that mean? Shagging? That's what they say in London and Britain. Well, like, I know. Oh, <laughs> I don't what? know. This was like in inner like small interviews when I looked him up. Like people were asking him about that, and so I was kind of like, I don't know if I should put him on like mental health podcast. But uh, here we are. So. <laughs> He's probably had therapy. He definitely has. I, yeah. Um, we'll tag him. We'll get his opinion on himself. <laughs> oh, Russell. How's it going? Um, Back of the year. I'm proud of you. In 2014. I graduated high school in 2014. That's a weird yeah. thing to say about that. Never mind. Um, <laughs> so, I don't think, I think that's like all the questions I kind of have for you. Um, one thank you for always doing our mantras like you definitely are like the it's kind of difficult talking about all these things and get very heavy so thank you for being like the light and like the sunshine uh, in our episodes to bring us like stuff to like work towards of course of course it's um it's it was a light like remember whenever I was posting it on Instagram mm-hmm it was really kind of like that highlight of my day of just like waking up, having my morning coffee and going, all right, I'm going to talk to Instagram real fast. AKA I'm going to talk to me real fast and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to give myself this. And I really truly like, if you start with a mantra at the beginning of the day and not the end of the day, you will see a big old difference because at the beginning of the day, if you tell yourself that mantra over and over again, then you start like seeing it improve throughout that day and then journal that's what I do um and then journal like how that mantra really incorporated in that day and so then like again you can use a mantra the whole week you can use it for a full year you can have a lifeline of just one mantra but I try to do mix them up and uh, give myself just a thing to do that day because it also keeps your mind focused on something yeah and I will say like just from knowing you about two years ago to now, just even through Instagram, I can see how much like you are growing right now because you have just been more vocal um, the last couple, probably four months about where you're at and like sharing those things and like actually saying like you're working through certain um, anxieties and like addressing them. And I can really see that. And I want you to know that. Like I can see, I can see you working. 
it's a vulnerable state, but it actually is a beautiful vulnerable state. And it's scary at first talking about any sort of thing that is going wrong in your life. But once you do it, there's no stopping you. Like there are plenty of times where I don't want to talk about it, but now that I've said one thing, might as well just go ahead and grab the whole thing. <laughs> like it's the whole nine yards. But well, since I've shared this small bit, let me tell you the rest of the details. <laughs> <laughs> let me just go ahead and give you like free therapy. You're welcome. No, I appreciate it. And like, I can tell, like, I can see you working and I like want to just encourage you to keep going. Like you're doing so good. <laughs> Last month really just punched me in the face, but here I am. I got up and we're back at it, baby. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much. Uh, do you have a mantra for us now or do you want to send it to me later? I'll just send it to you later. Okay. <laughs> I kind of have one, but it's like, I, okay, sure. I might as well just say it. Um, it's like, it's like turn over the page. So when you're writing something, and this is what I do all the time, it's when you're writing something and you have so much to say, flip that page over and give it a period at the end on that next page because I want you to speak your mind. I want you to communicate your feelings. I want you to just write it all down, flip over that page and just write it down. Okay, Madeline, I'm now getting ADHD on you. <laughs> I'm gonna copy it in, baby. Ah! <laughs> um, oh. so, okay so if i'm understanding you correctly you flip that page over and it's all yours it's literally all yours you have that next page you can fill that up all right fill the one page up flip it over you got the next <laughs> <laughs> wonderful well thank you for giving us the mantra on the spot um yeah, that's very much all this money. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will talk to you after this. And yeah, this is our episode eight. So thank you. Yay! All right. Have a good day. Thank you, Selfish Listeners. Episode nine is going to be over rewards. What rewards have you reaped since starting counseling, getting back to yourself? What have you seen that has improved in your life? It's going to be a really good, good episode. Send those in to selfishstories at gmail.com or at our phone number at 818-850-3305. Don't forget some voting's happening on Instagram at s.e.l.f.ish. I will see you in episode nine. Have a good week, everybody. Turn that page.